welcome to the How to Be Real podcast, a place where we can be real in a world that is obsessed with fake for some reason. Mm -hmm. Like, why? <laughs> I am Tasha B. I am an actor, director, writer, and producer. Yes, and I'm Tay, and I'm a creative strategist and lover of all things wellness. Yes, let me get my tea, girl. You know, because what's the tea? What's the tea? And now that we got that out the way, we always start with the check-in, and I say, how are you doing, Tay? Oh, you know, I'm doing really good. I'm very excited. Today is just such a such a big milestone for us. It and is. so I'm like, it really is. I'm very excited. I feel very good. I feel like nothing was gonna get in the way of I feel like just feeling amazing today. Period. Yeah. I know. I was like, I was dancing, I went for a run. Yes. I like really got a good start to my day. So I'm really <laughs> Really excited. We're happy to be here. I'm so happy. And thank to be you for here. joining us. If you're here, we appreciate you. Yes, we do. How you doing, Tasha B? Whew, I am thriving and surviving, as I will say. Mm. Uh, you know, life throws things. Yes, it does. And we catch them and decide we want them and keep them, or we decide we don't want them and we throw them back. <laughs> and that's pretty much how I've been doing. Okay, that that describes it best, I think. Um, but yeah, again, same. Really excited to be here. We've been planning this for a long time. Yes. Um, we have. This was supposed Yeah, I mean, this was supposed to be like a starting point, but starting a podcast is always so, or at least it feels so like big. It you does. know, like it, it feels does. big and you want it to look great and you want it to sound great. You want to have all the pieces. And when we initially started, we didn't have that. Yeah. And so I was, I had the idea to like, what if we just go live? What if we just do Instagram live mm -hmm. and just work try with to, the tools we got? Exactly. Work with the tools that are easily right here in our hand, literally every day. Yeah. And then we can just kind of build from there and see what we want it to be, get a feel for the conversation mm -hmm. and just kind of at the same time also build an audience and have the audience kind of learn and grow with us. Yes, so exactly. We've we've had some loyal peeps, you know. Shout, shout out to the live. Shout out, shout out to all of y'all because you guys hit have, our burp, burp, burp. Uh, Oh yeah. <laughs> 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 So it's been it's been dope to have the support just from not only people that you don't know online, but even people that you do know, yeah. you know, because it's not often that that happens. Like a lot of the times the support does come from strangers, mm -hmm. you know, and that's great. But it also means a lot when your own community and your own circle and people, you know, and maybe people you haven't talked to in a while be like, hey, I saw your thing. Mm -hmm. How to be real, right? And you're like, what? You know, you know about us. <laughs> so. What? And yeah. I think it's also, it's even better because this isn't our first time doing it. It's not. You know? Yes. Shout out to the OG How To Be Real on Radio Soul. Shout out to Soul Collective. Shout out Soul Collective. Yes. On, on Anastella. Y'all are dope. <laughs> Sacramento, like, Staples. goats for sure. Yes. So, you know, uh, full circle moment for sure. Definitely. From 2015 to 2023, baby. Okay. And beyond. Cheers. <laughs> you can do it. <laughs> you can do it. Think positively. Positive. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Today's three is realist, just because this is our first podcast episode, and there are a lot of people who may not know who the heck we are. Um, <laughs> it's going to be the three realist icebreakers. Yes. And so, um, <laughs> you have some. <laughs> I had some notes, so you're going to have to bear with me. I'm going to remember my notes, but I might have to just off the cuff it. Off the cuff it. I'm, I'm going to just... Come on with it. Yeah. The first one that I, or like the first icebreaker, because each icebreaker is going to be different. Mm -hmm. So the first one is going to be um, Never Have I Ever. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we're hearing a leaf blower. Right. So we're both kind of like, 
Hoping y'all can't hear that. Right. Damn anyway, this, damn this, like, this uh, what's it, landscaping okay, schedule. Okay, uh, <laughs> Anyway, anyway. So, the first one is going to be Never Have I Ever. Ooh. And I think I will go with you first. Okay. What's your Never Have I Ever? Um... I'm real. I feel like that's the one that I did not prepare for. Um, never have I ever, because mm, it's so, never have I ever is something that you've done. Oh, that you really haven't done, right? Yeah, you really haven't. Oh, okay. Never have I ever got so nervous to, uh, I guess, do like a public performance mm-hmm. that I got sick, like threw up. That like threw up. Okay. Yeah. Um, that never happened to me either. Oh, boom. Okay. My never have I ever will be never have I ever (laughs) wore a wig. Ooh. I mean, like, wore a wig, like, on my own. Like, not, like, for work or anything. Yeah. Never have I ever, like, put a wig on. Like, got a bust down. Yeah, got a bust down, got got a a full closure situation. Like, never, never have I ever. I've never done that. You know? I want to. I want to. But I haven't. I have I'm not scared. either. Oh, no. No. I've gotten a weave. I've gotten a, ha- a partial. I got a half weave one time. But oh. you didn't get the full, like, closure? No, I did okay. not. I okay. did not. No, but I got a half weave, and it was, like... <laughs> was it cute? It was cute when my hair was straight, but then I don't know what... Because I got, like, a, a Brazilian wavy or something like that. Okay. What, do, y'all, do you see my hair? Yeah. Brazilian wavy? Did you have leave out? Yes. Oh, why did you do that? You see, that was a, that was a frontal situation, girl. That was a frontal situation. You should have closed that up. I don't know why. I was in I was in college, and this is like my freshman year, and I was just like I was feeling it. You know, my little man at the time, he was like, "I'll pay for it." I was like, oh, period. <laughs> I heard that. I would have tried something too. Right. So I was like, "Let me go ahead and get this little bust down piece, little <laughs> partial." And I wanted it, so you know how the hair that you had for your wedding, mm-hmm. like that really big, beautiful, curly yeah. down your back, yes. like perfect was, match woo. to your hair. I was imagining that my first time would look like that mm-hmm. and that it would be like partial. I was like, my hair is curly. I just want something to match that. Mind you, this is back in like 2011 when like the hair options were not fully, It was not. You know? No. no. They're for the girls with hair like us. You no. know what I mean? And so... I got I got stuck with the little Brazilian wavy and old girl was like it's all good just keep your hair straight you know what I mean and, and it's like this weave is supposed to like not make me have to do my hair every day like <laughs> exactly. I feel like that that's my appeal to it like getting braids like I, you get braids so that you don't have to buy hair products for a month or however long you keep your braids and I usually yeah. keep mine in like three four weeks um, girl high it's it is high maintenance like it really is. you have to take care of it because it when I tell you like I tried to straighten my hair on my own because I got it wet because of course because duh and then um, I tried to straighten it on my own it didn't it, work it just was not giving the same vibe like I, you it know wasn't she giving probably, seamless no it was not giving like bone straight it was giving like girl you clearly don't have a Marcel <laughs> Like, you ain't got what you need. Girl, you do not have the tools that you mm. need. And also, I probably should have gotten to a better person because I had a little, like, lump in the back of my head. So. <laughs> you live and you learn. Yeah, you live and you learn. You live and you learn. But um, we can move to two truths and a lie. Yes. So my two truths and a lie is I've never broken a bone. I can make anyone believe that I like them. And I love the smell of the inside of new shoes. What? 
What kind of what kind of <laughs> random ass factoid? <laughs> what? This is because the people Wait. are supposed to be getting it to know us. L- L- so these are some. But that was such things. a random. Okay, say, say to me, you never broken a bone. Never broken a bone. I can make anyone believe that I like them, and I love the smell of the inside of new shoes. Girl, I'm gonna go ahead and call that one some lie. The smell of the inside yes, of new shoes. Because girl, what? Yeah, no, that's the truth. You like to smell the inside of I new do. shoes. I do. I do. Ever Wait, since I was. Does it matter what shoe? Does it have to be like a tennis shoe or any shoe? Tennis shoes, yeah. I'll have to go with tennis shoes. Okay. Uh, yeah, tennis shoes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And then, you know what? When that started, when I was a little kid, back when my grandma used to take me to pay less, <laughs> I used to be like, <sighs> <laughs> like a fucking serial killer. Like, and I don't know, it just stuck to this day. Like, I just got Rod some shoes and um, you sniffed them. I sure did. I was like, mm, smells so She going to sniff them after he wear them. <laughs> You know that. Yeah, no. you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but no, so that's a that's a fact. Okay. That's a fact. Okay, so the lie is that you ne- have you broken a bone? I have. I have. What did so you that's break? the lie. That's the lie. My wrist. When? My wrist. What happened? Back in the day, I was being silly. I was like, I was probably like eight years old mm-hmm. and I was jumping up and down on the bed at my grandma's house watching the sound of music. <laughs> That sound like some talking about some the hills are alive. <laughs> Jumping up and you down. I was hype. I was hype. And like my grandma had this um at my room at my grandma's house, there was this little like love seat. So I was jumping back and forth from the love seat to the bed. Bad. Bad. Just bad. bad. And I jumped from the love seat to the bed and landed hella weird on my arm. Like just and just yeah. Damn. Broke my wrist. Oh my god. Yeah, because because you can make anybody like. Or make anybody think you like them. Yeah, that's I, like, I worded that specifically in that way. Because <laughs> there were yeah. Yeah. I'll just I'll leave it at there. Yeah. <laughs> leave that one alone. Um but yes, that one is that one is true. That yeah. one I was like, I know that ain't the lie. Mm-hmm. And then I don't remember you ever telling me that story. So yeah. I just learned something about you. I had to dig deep. I was like, how am I gonna stump Tasha B? You stump me. Cause the shoe thing? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my you know, god! I had to dig deep for those those good randoms. Wow. <laughs> so what you got? Okay, so my three, or not three, my two truths and one lie, would be. Okay, I once shaved off half of my eyebrows. Mm. I have never, ever. <laughs> Ever, ever <laughs> lied to like a teacher, oh. like in a teacher situation. I've never lied, never cheated, never did anything like that. I was a very oh. honest student. Okay. And then the last one is that I, um, I drink two herbal teas a day. Ooh, damn. Okay. Okay. That's a truth. I feel like you drink teas. <laughs> Like, that's the truth. Um, Never lied to a teacher? And then the other one was, what's the first one? The first one was, ooh, what did I say? (laughs) I don't have it written down like you, okay? I said, I said, never lied to a teacher. The first one was that I, damn, I don't even remember. (laughs) That's it. I don't remember. I should have took some time to write this down. No, okay, wait, 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 wait. Let's, let's, Let's catch it. Um, Never lied to a teacher. You said I never. Never, ever, ever. lied to a teacher. Oh, 
think the first one was in Never Ruby. Was it? <laughs> what did I say? I don't know. I, don't know. <laughs> I feel like I was going to say that that the first was one a, was a lie. No, I was going to say the second one was a lie. Like, you never lied to a teacher? That one is the lie. Yeah, that's why that I was like, the lie. So I, you're think right. that, I think that's why it stuck out so Wait, hard to me. Because I, I was say? like, mm-mm. I'm, now I'm like really mad that I don't. And I'm like, <laughs> I have notes on my phone, but we're, we're live on my phone right now. Yeah. So I have no notes. I should have sent them to you. F the notes. F the notes. F the notes. That's what I get for going off the dome, y'all. Off the dome. It's okay, because this, this, this is how you be real. You make. You make uh, lemonade. You make lemonade from the thing. <laughs> oh my baby. god! Okay. Out the lemons you got. Period. Hey. I'm be having fun with this little sandwich thing. I love that. I love <laughs> that. This is this is very you. I love. But at that. least I remembered the one that was a lot. Yep. Yep. Okay, and that's all that matters because, <laughs> <laughs> like, Tasha B never lied to no teacher. Mm-hmm. But I'm, sure. I will be honest with you. I was a student that didn't like doing that, and whenever I did like cheat on a test or do something like, oh, um, I had the project, but the printer broke, and <laughs> whenever I did, I would be like sweating, and like I did not like that. I just felt like, ugh, especially like okay, in middle school, I was kind of bad. I'm not gonna lie, like. <laughs> I didn't care. <laughs> but the teachers were terrible at my middle school. In elementary school, I was just like this goody goody kid. If I turned a card, I would cry. Like I would literally like turn your card to be yes. like red, yellow, from smiley face to bad yeah, face. Because we something. had like colors. It would be like green, yellow, orange, red, and then blue. And then blue was like, you are going home. <laughs> like they're calling your mom and she's getting you. Ooh, and if I went from green here. to yellow, which was very rare in elementary school for me. I would literally, like, you would not have to tell your mom. Like, I think if you got, like, on orange or red or something, they would call your your mom. But every time I got on yellow, I would literally tell my mom. Like, I would go home and be sad. Like, Mom, I'm so sorry. I turned my card. I was talking. The teacher was talking. And she'd be like, it's okay. Chill, girl. Just don't do that, okay? That's fine. Um, So, yeah, I I was a student that tried to be good in elementary school and then, you know, whatever. Mm. I have, I have a. <laughs> I thought you were gonna be like, I never got in a fight. Like, oh, I, girl, I never ever slapped anybody in the face. <laughs> that would be a lie, a bold face lie. And you would, you would have got that. I would have. I would. Now I really want to know what I said before. I cannot no, wait to literally. listen to this back. No, for real. What did I say? I don't know. Wait, where's the little scratch? Oh, oh, the like. <laughs> <laughs> It's fun, y'all. It is fun. Okay. It is fun. Um, okay. The last one, yeah. Yes. Fuck Mary Kill. Fuck Mary oh. Kill. Oh. Okay, so wait. This one, I get to ask you and you get to ask me. Yes. Okay. Do you want to ask first? Yes, I think I have two. Yeah, I have give, two. Give, give me some time. Give okay. Some. So the first one, Fuck Mary Kill, Blueface, Boosie Badass, or Chet Hanks? Who is Chet Hanks? Fucking Tom Hanks' son, who be like the two wine. Oh, the one oh, oh. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so you said Boosie, <laughs> Boosie Badass, and Blueface. Yeah, and Blueface. Oh, mm, I know. Good. This options, is a right? bad list. You <laughs> suck. Like what the fuck? Wow. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Now I see how we doing. Mm-hmm. I see how we. I'm glad you went first. Yeah. So I would probably just say Mary Chet Hanks, just because. Mm. He's crazy, but at least he's like the least disgusting, disgusting of, <laughs> of the three. Like he's problematic, and yeah. you know, don't cancel me for saying this. But <laughs> I will marry him. 
I'll have to kill Boosie Badass. I'm sorry. Like, mm. I, he's done enough yeah. damage. He's done enough. And then I guess that means I'll just have to get the blue face experience. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to be real. I feel like... He, I feel like that must be the only thing he's got. Uh, that's what I'm, I mean. At least it's it that that's probably it, right? Yeah. And I'm sure, you know, he be that, driving I mean, these ladies crazy. crazy. They be doing anything for that man. They're so crazy. I'm like, and that's why I'm like, maybe I don't mm, want to do that. Mm. Maybe I don't. <laughs> maybe I don't want to have to go to rehab after. No, I feel like he would probably be the one to rehab after that. Ah, okay, period. you gotta go in there with the with the knowledge of like this is a one time thing, but. Is Krishan gonna beat my ass after Ooh. this happens? That's the mm. question. Is she gonna mm. be upset? Is it gonna be the thing? I don't want to smoke with her. You definitely don't want to smoke with Krishan. So Crazy ass. That's the only thing. That's the only thing. That's the only. This thing. is a this is a no repercussions game. Like you're fine. Okay, you're okay. fine. No it's repercussions. Like, it's like an agreement. She knows, girl. Yes. This ain't. It's okay. Chill out. <laughs> and then I have a bonus one. Oh no. Bon- bonus. Okay. Fuck Mary Kill, 18 and over, Deathly Hollows, last two movies, Ron, Harry, or Hermione. <laughs> okay, so this is like not them as people, but their characters. Yes. Over 18. Yes, they're adults. They're in the last two movies. Okay. They're 18 plus. Okay. I'm marrying Hermione. Hermione is mm. so smart and mm-hmm. she's so like loyal and she always thinks of things and I don't know I just I really like her yeah um that's a good answer and then good answer good answer answer. (laughs) I mean you can't kill Harry Potter can you I mean Voldemort couldn't (laughs) (laughs) okay I feel like if I do that I'm gonna be public enemy number one but then if I kill Ron Hermione my wife she ain't gonna like me if I do that because that's her man yeah Okay, so I feel like I'll have to. I have to situation. kill Harry. I'm sorry. Like I'll have to kill Harry, yeah. and I'll just have to think of a smooth like alibi, and I don't know. I have to skate through that one because I feel like they would both, Ron and Hermione, would hate me if I did that. R.I.P. to the boy who lived, <laughs> and he can also die. No, no. <laughs> and he can live. He can die. Yeah. Um, one is a lot harder than the other. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay. And then, yeah, I, I, mean, I feel like Harry would want to die. You know what mm. I'm saying? Like, he would not want Ron or Hermione to die. He would be like, you know what? Kill me. Yeah. He's always did that. He, you know he gives, he has, uh, you know, he gives martyr energy. Absolutely. He yeah. was ready to be a martyr. 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 Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, and Every then time. I guess that means, you know, have a little fun with Ron. Mm-hmm. Maybe get in their marriage a little bit. Okay. Squeeze hey. in. Like, hey, y'all. <laughs> Does this love seat fit? Let's head it. Hell. Does this love seat fit? You know. Okay. The um, Weasleys. The Weasleys. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna give you two then. Okay. Give the first two. one is a little a little silly. Okay. I don't know. Did you watch the Teletubbies? <laughs> yes. So <laughs> Tinky Winky. Okay. Poe or Dixie. Or no, Lala. Lala's the yellow Ooh, one. Yeah, Lala's the yellow one. You said Tinky Winky. Tinky Winky's purple. And Poe. And Poe, which is the little baby one. Yeah. I think he's like green or something. Yeah. Um, hmm. Tinky Winky, Poe, or Lala. Lala. Fuck Mary Kill. Mm. I'm going to go ahead and marry Poe. Poe is cute. Poe is cute. Poe is cute. Um, Poe would be a good provider, I feel like. I think so. <laughs> I think Poe is going to grow up and really just kill the game. Yeah. 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 Um, 
Fuck. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Tinky Winky would be a little freak. I feel like Tinky, Tinky Winky was was was, was Tinky with, Winky with, with that little purse. Yeah, Tinky Winky <laughs> had stuff in that purse. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Tinky Winky had something for your pinky in that, <laughs> in that verse. <laughs> your pinky and your stinky. Okay. <laughs> so, okay, yeah. We're going to hook up with Tinky Winky. And then, yeah, sorry, Lala. Lala got to go. go. Lala was was loud about it. Lala, yeah. I like. I, I, I used to, like, hate watch the Teletubbies. Like, I Same. was like, eh, this show is so stupid, but I would watch it every day. Yeah. Just to be like, this is, so, this is for babies. <laughs> But I'm tuned in, tuned in. Like, this is so dumb. Why would they do that? Why are they eating the tubby custard that way? The tubby like, custard. <laughs> oh my god! You like the show? Just say <laughs> I, I liked it. I'll admit it right now. The show like that it. I hate watched that was also around that era that I felt like I was a little too old for, but I, I still watched it. Was Dragon Tales? <laughs> Girl, like, Dragon Tales was my. Show. I loved I loved that show. It's it's really the what got me was the damn dragon tales, dragon tales, hey, the dragon tales. Yeah, it was the oh theme song. God. The theme song pulled me in every time. And the little brother and yeah. sister, because I have a brother, and mm-hmm. I'll be like, what if we found a little thing and we held it <laughs> with all my heart or <laughs> whatever they so say, cute. with all my might. <laughs> that was so cute. Oh, yes, yeah. Dragon tales, what mm. a good show. I know. I miss those days. Right? PBS Kids. PBS Kids. Mm. Those free shows. Yeah. Mm. I miss that. Mm-mm-mm. What's your second one? What else you got, Billy? <sighs> okay. <laughs> I wanted to do one where it was like tough for you to choose from. Oh, ooh. Mm, like tough. tough one. Like, like tough. real hard. Give me a hard And one. not for like a, they're all terrible, but really for like a, they're all great. They're all super good. Okay, I, I like say, that. Fuck, Mary kill. Mm-hmm. Beyonce. <gasps> Mm-hmm. That's where I'm going. <laughs> That's where Damn. we're going. Okay. Janet Jackson. Tasha. Mm-hmm. That's how we're doing it. Wow. Okay. Janet Jackson and SZA. Mm. 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 Mm-hmm. Okay. Maybe maybe I said SZA and that's like making it easier for you. But a little bit. <laughs> I feel like between Janet Jackson and Beyonce, like, that's hard. That is hard. But, I mean, either marry or fuck one of them. Yeah, that's true. It'd be, okay, so I'm marrying Beyonce. Period. You know what I mean? If I'm you would have said Beyonce. anything else, I would have ended this podcast. <laughs> not, no, I'm kidding. It'd be like, skirt. Like, no, for real. <laughs> You're going to kill Beyonce. Yeah. No, no, no. Um, yeah, marry Beyonce. Because I feel like she. She's a billionaire. She's a billionaire. She and she's Beyonce. She's Beyonce. We're, we're, we're traveling. We're, bus. Club, another, or really it's like jet club, (laughs) (laughs) private villa, another villa. I heard, I was watching an interview with, I think it was Nicole Byer, Mm. you know who that is? Yes. And she said that Beyonce travels with her own Wi-Fi. Which is like, it's one of those things that like, you don't think about it, because I can't travel with my own Wi-Fi. I mean, I probably could, but it's expensive, I'm sure. But like, imagine that. You're rolling with her. You have Wi-Fi everywhere you go. I mean, you don't even need a phone plan, pretty much. She is the Wi-Fi. Okay, period. (laughs) It's probably coming from her hair. (laughs) Right, right. Seriously, wherever she is, she is connected. Wherever she is, she got five bars. Okay, (laughs) she ain't getting lost nowhere. No, Um, and definitely not with me by her side. Okay, girl. Um, and she, yeah, and I would totally be like submissive to her. You got to. (laughs) 
like she wouldn't have it any other way. She wouldn't yeah. have it any other way. Mm-hmm. I would, yeah, I'd call her daddy if she wanted me to. <laughs> but <laughs> she probably would want you to, too. Oh, my God. If she wanted me to, I would. Um, okay, and then who am I hooking up with? SZA or Janet? Okay, is it like current day Janet or is it like no? It's prime like Janet, Janet when she was hold you, catch you, yeah. You, Come on now, <laughs> that's Janet Jackson all day. Yes, yeah. I'm hooking up with Janet. What she probably? I'd probably leave a changed woman. I'd probably like she know so on. many new things. She would put you. On. You know what I mean? It's she always the quiet ones. They always got something mm. to say. Wait, no. I want to change SZA to Ari Lennox. Sorry. <gasps> uh, yeah, let's redo that. That's what I wanted to do. That's what I want to do. Oh, now it's hitting how I want it to so hit. so mean. For those of y'all who don't know, Ari is my dog. Yeah, she is. And She's that's why I'm like, girl. why did I say SZA when I should have said Ari? Oh, no. Yeah. Uh, that, this is mean. This is I know mean. You, I, knew, I heard it. I'm like, she's going to kill SZA. I already know. As soon as I said it, <laughs> I was like, oh, she's going to kill her. Which, like, of course. No. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Prime Janet. Prime I would Janet. say Prime Beyonce, but has Beyonce left her prime? I don't uh, think so. Uh, and then, yes, of course, Prime Ari. And Ari yeah, is in her prime right now. She literally is. She looks good. And Damn. she sounds amazing. Like, if you haven't seen Ari Lennox live, do it. She sounds, oh, uh, like, I don't want to say better than she does on the songs, but she sounds good live. So good. And she's a good performer. She is. And, and she's okay. so beautiful. But I'm going to be honest with you. My my place has not changed. Oh, period. I'm gonna. Sorry, have, I mean, I'm sorry. I feel Ari, like Ari would understand. I think she would too. She would choose the same thing. Yeah, she would choose the same thing because, you know, should I go into detail about why not? Mm, I might just reel it in because I'm not gonna do too much on my girl Ari. Yeah, not too much on Ari because <laughs> Ari like. Ari. Like she's said, that girl. And she's she just like, I feel like every picture I see of her, she just looks better. She and better does. And better. And it's like, girl, what are you doing? Yeah. She find the fountain of youth? Because <laughs> she's in it. <laughs> she's like two, in it. Both legs all the way up to the fucking neck. She in that she, thing. She's, she's up. Mm-hmm. So um, that was a good yeah. one. That was, that was, that good. was good. No, I just had to make that change. That no, no, and no shade to SZA either because I like SZA. No. But I mean, she would kill her ex. So we would kill her. No. <laughs> she. Hmm. I mean, mm. only to, you know, fucking marry Janet and Beyonce. So, okay. There's that. No, yeah, the bar is high. Janet. Yeah. The bar is high. She was that girl back in the day. Demita Joe. Demita <laughs> Joe, 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 Joe. Ugh, gosh. These are. Yeah. I can play this all damn day. I know, right? <laughs> Ugh. So that was. We need to play MASH. Oh my God. Oh, next next time. Tune mm-hmm. in for episode two where we play MASH. Yeah. And make a dream catcher. Well, she <laughs> <laughs> Yes, Woo! we have to do that. Okay, do that. okay, okay. So now that we have gone through our three realists, now it is time for the weekly real, weekly real, weekly real, weekly real. I'm trying to think. Do I want to? Um, weekly real. Hey, let's go. <laughs> so today's weekly real topic is we're gonna talk about like the grief that comes along with healing. Yes. You know, we we in healing a lot of the times we're letting things go. You know, we're transforming, we're turning in, turning a new leaf or, you know, doing a 180 from who we are. And while there are a lot of pros to that, there are mm-hmm. also a lot of, I don't want to say cons, but there are a lot of, you know, things that affect us in a way that maybe doesn't feel like how you would imagine healing to feel. Because mm. healing, you think, oh going to be feeling great. I'm feeling better. You know, when you're sick and you start to heal, you get your energy back, you get the color back in yep. your face. 
and sometimes okay (laughs) and sometimes the emotional and internal healing you know has that and sometimes there's a period of time where it 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 doesn't or Mm. maybe just like it has that but then there's also a little bit of grief in there yeah so yeah oh that is yeah that's really good i feel like Mm. There's so many things that came up for me when we said that we were going to talk about this. I was like, (laughs) like, what the fuck? Because um, I think that, like you said, sometimes you think healing's going to feel good. Mm -hmm. But when you are, you don't expect for moving into something good for you to feel sucky as fuck. Like, you're like, okay, wait, how come I'm making the right decision, but making this right decision feels bad yeah like I want to I know for me just to like speak on a little bit there was a certain point in my life where I was like making really bad decisions mm-hmm. um in relationships and I we all been there you know <laughs> you know um younger me but I was making really poor decisions in relationships and um when I finally decided to turn things around, turn a new leaf, be a bad bitch, mm-hmm. was also, you know, doing the right thing. Yeah, <laughs> a bad bitch with a heart. A bad bitch with heart and standards and morals. Yes. Um, I was like, I could do this, da, da, da. But it was so hard. The streets was calling me. And I was like, why is it so hard to get away from the streets? <laughs> why is it so and it, it is true. Like, as soon as you, like, take yourself off the market, the market be like, wait, I got I have twenty. I have ten million dollars. If you go on a date with me, right? And you're like, no, I, I can't. It's not right. That's not who I am anymore. It's not who I am. I'm going inside. Yeah. No, seriously. (laughs) (laughs) I don't live outside anymore. You're doing that robe. Yeah. I'm not her. No, I am not. Anyway, I'm a better person. I feel you though. And it's really, it really was a process. I mean, I feel like that's one like major example, but it really was a process. And I think it's like so interesting to like kind of examine and dig deep because you don't expect a lot of the times for, um, you know, your good decisions to affect you and your relationships so hard, especially because mm-hmm. you think like, okay. If I'm moving into making better decisions, that means I'm moving away from what isn't serving me. I'm moving away from negative energy and bad vibes. But you say that, but then the negative energy and the bad vibes are coming from your family or coming from your close friends or people mm-hmm. you once considered to be really, really good with you. You know what yeah. I mean? And so it's like, it's not easy to move away from those types it's of relationships. Not. And honestly, I want to add to that, that sometimes the negativity and the bad vibes are coming from you. Sometimes the calls come from inside the house. And that is even more to deal with because, you know, I went through a point where kind of similarly, but for me, it wasn't even just relationship. It was literally everything. I was hating my job. I hated, like, the relationships and the way that I was in relationships. I hated, like... Everything like I was literally looked at my life and was like, "What have I been doing? Whose life mm. is this? Because I'm not, I'm not comfortable. I'm not happy. I'm mm. not fulfilled. Like, what is this?" And I remember like the beginning of that was like, "It's the job," and I quit the job. It's this person. I quit that person. Now it's this, and now it's that. And then it's like you you take all that away, mm. and you're like, "Well, it still sucks." And then you realize, <laughs> okay, who who applied for that job and stayed there? Mm. Me. Who 
was entertaining this person mm, for a long time and giving them all these chances and ignoring red flags and all this. Who was doing that? Who was making these choices? Me. Who put me here? Me. Mm. I can I can say them, 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 but at the end of the day, honey, the 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 common denominator was me. Mm. And that was a horrible feeling at first. At first. It was empowering once you get through it. But at first, I mean, I remember being flat backed on the ground <laughs> of my bedroom, literally on the ground, laying down on the ground with headphones on, listening to sad kid cutty music Ooh, and just kid cutty do it. Kid Cudi, if you want to feel low, mm. Kid Cudi will he'll get you there. He can also get you out too. Like if you just yeah. put on an album, it'll it'll you know as soon as you hear that, finish. Mm. right? <laughs> You're like, here we go. Time like, to yes, take it. me away. I just want to. I just want to melt to the floor. And I just remember listening to sad songs and just crying it out. Like I yeah. am nothing. Yeah, I was reading the Bible. Mm. I was posting them sad, Open up the good book. sad quotes on on Instagram back in the day. Oh my God, I just remember remember that, and that was that was grief. Now that mm. I can think about it, now you know I'm like. I always refer to that when I like t- talk about that part of my life as like that was the lowest point, that was my turning point. But if I'm going to be honest with you, it was grief. I was grieving, you know, um, the person I was that was making those choices. I was grieving my comfort zone because mm. Ooh, so often that. your comfort zone, you know, we call it a comfort zone, but so often it's not comfortable, right? Mm. You know, we're not comfortable there. We just feel safe there yeah you know because we know you know they say the devil you know is better than the one you don't oh that you know? is a... So a lot of the times we'd be like well the next job might be worse than this one so why don't i stay yeah. here or the next person is probably going to be terrible too why, mm-hmm. at least i know what this person is up to exactly and i think that that also to that point that also has a lot to do with survival mm-hmm. you know like that survival mode that a lot of us operate on yes. you know what i mean because oh you're like God. look the way that I've been operating this whole time has got me through all my worst times, all my worst days, and I'm still here. Yeah. So, like, when you when you start to move into something else and something different and try to change, like, the innermost parts of you are, like, holding on for dear life. Like, you're, you're going to kill us. Go. Wait, you're going to kill us. Yes. All right. Like, yes. you're, you're, you're stripping yourself of the armor that has protected you this whole time. Why are you doing this? So it feels... Crazy. It does. It really does. It feels like everything we've built, this wall, this house, this fortress, mm-hmm. you're tearing it down. Yeah. Or just choosing to walk on right out the door. And you're <laughs> and like you said, everything in you is telling you don't, 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 don't you do don't know what's out there. Oh, you won't survive. And and you do feel exposed. Yeah. You know, you walk out and you're like, okay, now I'm in this I feel like I'm in this room full of people that I don't know. Just like <laughs> Starting to sing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> butt naked. Right, butt naked, starting to sing and dance. Like, mm-hmm. I hope you like me. And it feels scary. It feels raw. It feels, You're yes, raw You feel fuck. really raw. That's a really, really good word for it because you do feel super duper raw. But I want to go back to what you were saying about, like, sometimes the, the vibes and the negativity or the bad habits mm. are coming from, like, the people that you're around. Yeah. Be it your family, be it your friends, be it your coworkers or whoever, your neighbor, whoever it is, mm-hmm. you know, that you're around. Because um, it does start with you. But at the same time, we, you know, the, I, I don't know. I don't know if I believe this wholeheartedly where they say you are who you hang around. Mm. But who you hang around mm. does rub off on you. Yeah. And I know that I've been in situations where you're trying to hang out with the same group of friends, these same groups of people 
and they're doing the very things that you're trying to stop doing. Mm, trying to move right yeah. away from. Yeah. And it's like yeah. this isn't the environment that I can change. Like you said, I can't Oof. I can't turn this new leaf over on this old tree. I just can't do it. Mm-hmm. If I do, I turn you turn the new leaf on the on the old tree and you're going to fall off. <laughs> you're going to twist yourself right off that tree. Yep. And you know, sometimes that's what needs to happen. Yeah. A lot of the time it is. I like that. I mm-hmm. like that, Tosh. I feel like there was a quote that I think fits really great with what you're saying right now that I heard. It was, it's okay to be who you are, but all of who you are is not okay. Mm. Mm-hmm. I was like, <laughs> that is deep, isn't it? Oh it's okay to be who you are, but all of who you are is not okay. It's not okay. I like that because I know um, part of, you know, therapy, mm-hmm. therapy, mm-hmm. <laughs> is learning that is yeah. learning that you know it's okay to be who you are and give space to the parts of yourself that maybe you don't like yeah um you don't have to shy away from them and i feel like for me the way that i would handle things would be to like oh i don't like that she's over there mm-hmm. in the corner and she better not move or talk or be loud <laughs> or, or come say, out right don't move don't whisper a thing okay girl you're over there i don't like you <laughs> um but to be honest like Something that my therapist is adamant about is like when you hear something or you're constantly getting these messages from yourself or your psyche about things, listen to it. Mm. Listen to it. That doesn't mean that you have to do whatever it's telling you to do or say whatever it's telling you to say, but it is something where you can take the time to give it space and consider. Mm. Consider that perspective. Consider that point of view. Consider what it's saying to you because a lot of the times it's helpful information, mm. you know what I mean? Useful. Sometimes yeah. you're learning about yourself. Sometimes you're learning about, like, the people you're around. And it's okay to be okay with those parts of yourself. Mm. But that doesn't mean that it is okay. They want us to kind of, oh, play small. It's okay. Always. Don't, don't make so-and-so uncomfortable with how you feel and things like that. And, you know, it creates this relationship with our ego that we our ego says something and we're immediately kind of conditioned to just be like no mm-hmm. like uh okay I, I can't do that it's not that serious you know what i mean and something that i'm working through literally currently is like not doing that mm-hmm. not shying away but also not fully just going into ego mode <laughs> right you know what i mean and you got to <laughs> balance that but where where that comes into play is like you know if you're dealing with somebody and maybe it's the way they're talking to you that you just don't like a lot of the times in the past, I would be like, you know, okay, well, continue the conversation, and then when I go home, I'll just deal with my feelings. Yeah. Right? And you think, okay, that's the right way to deal with it, so that way I'm not causing issues and all that kind of thing. But your ego is letting you know something like, hey, this person doesn't respect us. Mm. Maybe we need to do something about that. Hell you know yeah. what I mean? And that doesn't mean just haul off, but it does mean like, okay, let me think. How can I let this person know? You know, and a lot of the times it's just a question, you know, mm-hmm. like, well, what make you say that? Yes. Yes. Why would you say that? Hmm. I, I, I don't agree with that. I, I or straight up. Like, honestly, I don't really like this conversation and I'm going to go ahead and walk off. Mm-hmm. You don't have to deal with somebody or deal with something. You know what I mean? That that. That like. That like makes you feel like you need to shrink. You know, mm. you don't have to shrink. I guess that's what I'm trying to say. You don't have to freaking shrink. No, you do not. Which is like I've definitely speaking solely for myself. I've been 
like raised and nurtured by this society and even growing up to feel like I did have to shrink mm. in a lot of different ways, be that emotionally or, you know, just literally. Like you need to take up less space. And, you know, part of that healing is working with my ego and understanding that, girl, we're not shrinking. That's yeah. not what we're doing. That's not we're not going to do. do that anymore. And if someone feels like you need to shrink, that's on them, mm. not you. Say it again. You don't have to worry about their feelings. No, you do not. I think that is a that is a huge, huge lesson that I think, like you just said, I can I, we can only really speak from our experience. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. A huge lesson that like us as Black women definitely, I think, have we all have to go through it. We all have to go through that learning process to get there. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Because we are often villainized for speaking up. Yes. We are often, you know, told that if we say anything that it can come off aggressive or come off too much or or just make somebody uncomfortable. Or it'll make and then someone somehow uncomfortable. That's our problem. I don't care if you're uncomfortable. I mean, right. That is not on that's not on. You don't care me. when I'm uncomfortable. Exactly. When you know, stepping on my boundaries and encroaching my space, you're not you're not feeling like, "Oh no, I need to not do that to her." Mm-hmm. No one's going to do that. Mm-hmm. I have to do that. I have to stand up for myself and I shouldn't feel guilty standing up for myself Mm -hmm. it shouldn't it shouldn't but the cold hard reality of it is that a lot of times we do yeah and that is again i think really fitting for for what we're talking about because again that's a piece of grieving that has to be done yeah because it's like okay i in order for me to heal i have to speak up i have to use my voice i have to say i have to set these boundaries i have to say you know get it off my chest you know what i mean Mm -hmm. say what needs to be said um but at the same time, I know that that might come with people who are made to be so uncomfortable that they no longer want to be in my life. Um, it's going to, some people are going to be like, oh, you're switching up. You're acting different because oh, yeah. now I have boundaries and they're going to no longer want to be involved with you because of whatever things they have to work through because mm-hmm. they're used to being able to walk all over you or whatever. You know what I mean? So yep. there's these things that like, even though you are healing because, um, I don't I know, I'm like, sorry. <laughs> There's these things that even if you are healing, um, that doesn't make it easy or comfortable. No. I think for the most part, even though you, you, you will easily scroll TikTok or Instagram and see all these like really lush, beautiful displays of self-care, mm-hmm. which I think are also important. Yeah. That is not fully what the work is honestly i'm gonna be honest i don't think that is the work like Um. when people are saying do the work the work is the stuff that people don't see Mm -hmm. you know and i like i like um you know the invisible work yes shadow work the shirt the the shirk (laughs) the work that's like internal the Mm -hmm. stuff the choices like because something about you know positivity happiness all of these things that feel like how do we get there you know it's choices every single day, moment to moment choices. Yeah, it's the choice between this person is disrespecting you. Do you choose to stand up for yourself, remove yourself from the conversation, and do something about it, or do you choose to shrink? Yeah, because the thing about that is you shrinking. That person is probably not even gonna know that you felt disrespected or care that you felt disrespected. But when you stand up for yourself, speak up for yourself, and pretty much advocate for yourself in those moments, that's when you start to feel happy. Mm. You leave that feeling like if you do it in, a, in the right way and you're not like just going off, but if you do it in a way that may, that you can feel like later on, oh my God, I'm glad I did that. Yeah. I'm glad I did that. And a lot of the times if you're talking to the right people, you saying those types of things 
is met with, oh, no, I'm sorry. I didn't mean it that way. Wow. Or straight up this person learning that, hey, I'm not this person. Yep. You thought I was here and I'm not. And mm-hmm. and it's okay. Sometimes we got to do that, especially with new people. We got to communicate who we are mm-hmm. and and how, like, teach people how to treat us. Yes. Ooh, and that's, that that's part something right there. that, like, is tough. Yes. It's teach, tough. Teach people how to treat us. And I think that in what goes hand in hand with that is us unlearning what we will accept. You know? Say that again. <laughs> Us unlearning what we will accept. Mm-hmm. It definitely goes hand in hand with teaching people how to treat us because how do we how will we know how to teach people how to treat us if we don't even know how we want to be treated? Right. And if we're not treating ourselves right. Yes. It's like, and that's the thing. When you are somebody who's not treating yourself right, it's so easy for people to mistreat you. Oh. Because you're absolutely. you're also like when when you treat yourself with respect and, and dignity and all the things. You you show people that hey oh this is the way that she I gotta come at her like this correct I can't come at her sideways or mm-hmm. this way like I have to button up when I'm talking to her mm-hmm. and me personally that is how I want people to feel about me like I don't want you to feel <laughs> like you can just come up to me and say any old thing I I remember back in like high school I remember someone telling me like oh you don't play and I remember <laughs> just being like no I do not you know. I really don't. Like, I'm sorry. I don't. I'm, I've never been that type of person. Like, please just don't. I don't really do the the, the the frilly, foofy kind of thing. If I don't know you like that, we not playing like that. No. I'm sorry. I don't, I don't like it. I'm not going to do that to you, so don't do it to me. Right. I don't like it. I don't, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. No, that's, that's a fact. And I think that, like, in order to get to that place, because I think that, Tosh, both you and I have been in therapy for three years mm-hmm. since since twenty 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 the year <laughs> the year that made us all change. go to therapy <laughs> uh, right <laughs> for real um, and I think over the course of these three years we've learned a lot we've grown a lot mm-hmm. we've put our our healing and our work at the forefront oh, you yeah. know what I mean um, but again. Three years, though. Three years for us to really be... And that's just... You know, because of course we were already scratching the surface and doing our own work even before we got into therapy. But I think, like, since the beginning of our actual therapy sessions, we've grown so much. Yeah. But the reason I want to underline the three years part is that um, it takes time. You know, it it takes time to get to a point where you feel somewhat quote healed you know and I think healing is is a continuous thing I don't oh, yeah. think that you reach a one specific point where you're like all right that's done you know what I mean no like, yeah, no, no, no definitely not done but I know I have reached points where I feel like oh my gosh I am different yes or I, absolutely I, when, when you start thinking of stuff different you know yep. when someone says something like I know something that was big for me was feeling like I needed to prove myself to people like mm. if people were wrong about me or had the wrong idea about me I would feel like I need to prove to them that I'm not this way or I need to prove to them that I do have this worth or I need to prove whatever to them and the truth of the matter is I don't I don't have to prove anything to anybody I just need to be myself that's all that's mm. all I need to do is be me and if someone has you know some type of 
question or issue that can come to me personally, but it's not my job to worry about that. Mm. Like worrying about what someone else thinks about you is like the biggest waste of your time. Yeah. Because there's so many times where we're worried about someone thinking, you know, oh, I don't want them to think this. I don't want them to think. And it's like a lot of times they're not even thinking about you. <laughs> they're so worried about their own things. Yeah. And, you know, because we all do that. We all like, oh, gosh, I hope they think I'm cool. I hope mm-hmm. they think I'm nice. And so we're all doing that, that we're not even thinking too deeply about another person. Yep. Like, so I don't know. I feel like for me, kind of getting out of that, like you don't have anything to prove. And for me, that you know, it's easy to say that about like people you don't know. Yeah. But it's really hard to say that, like you were saying earlier about like friends and family. Mm-hmm. Like it's really hard to get out of like, you know, trying to change their minds yep. if they're wrong about you or if you feel like they're wrong about you. Trying to change their minds is just like you're not. You're not gonna do that. You're not gonna do it. It's and, not gonna happen. And the realization, like you just said, of coming coming to the realization of that's not my problem mm. is a big one. <laughs> like that's another really big hurdle. But I think that everything we talked about today um, with with grieving and with grieving the the good decisions and yeah. all that, it is a a daily choice. You yeah. know what I mean? Daily, it takes daily steps to get to the place of like, okay, I can I can do this. I, yes. I feel better about this decision. I feel a little less heavy about it, you know. Yeah, but. and I think understanding because there are what is it, five stage of grief, five mm. stages of grief. And I know for me, just recently with something that I've gone through and had to heal in, in the process, it really did play out like that. Like you you do have your anger. You're mm. like upset. You're mad. Yeah. You know, sad, mad, all the stuff. You're trying to like, okay, well, what if I do this? The bargaining. You're like, okay, well, well, well maybe it's a, maybe if it's this, and then we can do that. And it's a, and then you get to the point where you're depressed because you're like, it's not going to work. No, no bargain <laughs> I can strike is going to change this. It's it is not. what it is. Yeah. And that sucks a lot of the times. But then you get on, on the other side of that depression is acceptance. And yeah. you get there to where you're like, okay, it is what it is. <laughs> it is what it is. It was what it was. And now we just got to go. We just got to we just got to go with God at this point. Yep. Like that's all we can do, you know, and getting to acceptance. We we want to we want to get there. But understanding that it is a process, yeah. understanding that it takes time, understanding that you have time is really key in that in mm-hmm. dealing with that grief. And I know for me, uh just like I was saying some personal things that I've been healing from. I did Google the five stages of grief. Oh, you did? And I was like, <laughs> okay, I'm here. Because it was at, I was at depression. And I was just like, is this just life now? And I looked at the, <laughs> I was like, depression. And I was just reading, you know, a few blogs and, you know, articles about it. And it's like, okay, depression is like, I am grieving the fact that things aren't what they used to be. Mm-hmm. And even if those things weren't good for me, it's still a loss. You still yes. feel like, yes. oh, and you still might even miss those things or those people. You'll Hell still be yeah. like, oh, man, I remember the good times. It was so great. Mm-hmm. I wish it was like this. But it can't be that. And, you know, getting to the acceptance. Like, you know, just know that if you are currently right now grieving something um, or someone changing or, you know, whatever it is, a job, it could be whatever. If you're currently grieving it, I urge you to look up the five stages of grief, identify where you are, and, you know, give yourself some grace. Give yourself some yes. space and be kind to yourself in that. And know that acceptance really does feel good. Mm. It does. Because you you, and you will get there, you know? I love that. That's such a solid note, Tosh. That's such a yes. solid note. Mm. <laughs> and I think that, like, 
the very I I just I so 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 love that very first step of the just the awareness of it. Yeah, like this is just noticing that there is an issue or noticing yeah. that there is some feelings that you feel around the thing. Yeah, you know what I mean because you might not. I think that that's just just the consciousness, the awareness yeah. of it. Altogether. That's the first step the in very anything. First step. Like in anything. Yes. You know, if you have any type of issue or any type of change you're gonna make, being aware, like you said, aware of whatever the anger, the sadness, whatever it might be, that's the first step. Mm-hmm. And you you can't avoid that step. Like you have to things are gonna happen in the way in the order that they're gonna happen in, and you can't skip steps. That's not how it works, unfortunately. <laughs> Say it tough. <laughs> You can't skip it. I mean, well, I'm the skip steps. Okay, girl. so do I. Because I'm, I'm like really bad at that. Like, I really want things to happen now. Like, I want things to go from here to here. Like, mm-hmm. let's do it. And my therapist even said, like, you want like overnight change, and you need to, <laughs> you need to slow that down, slow it down. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I guess that would be my advice to you, listener or watcher. <laughs> slow it down, the watcher. The watcher. <laughs> Make it sound creepy, right? The watcher. Um, well, Tasha, you ready to close it out? I am. All right, let's do it. So, y'all, again, thank you so much to everybody who joined us today. Yes, um, <laughs> Wait, what was that? I just made like a claw. I was like, eh. a gross. I was trying. To, I was trying to make a heart. Like eh. she's trying to keep y'all. Yeah, viewers. that's all that was. Mm. She don't want y'all to leave. <laughs> But um, everyone who joined on the podcast, on the Apple Podcast app for our very first Apple Podcast release, stay connected with us. You can find us at How To Be Real. That's how to the letter B, real on IG and TikTok. And at our personal pages, I am at just say underscore Tay. And And I am at the Tasha B. Yes. And we also, we want to hear from you. So if you have any questions or you want some advice or you just want to say, hey, send us an email at heyhowtobereal at gmail.com. Yes. You can also find all of this information linked in the show notes of this episode. And Mm. Tasha is going to lead us out with a random reel. Oh, yes. (laughs) So we do like to leave y'all with a little tidbit, a little sound bite, whatever you want to call her. And today it will be... Breathe, girl. Mm. It's going to be all right. Mm. Okay? It's going to be okay. <sighs> yes. And uh, remember, y'all, we are not therapists. Mm-mm. We just have them. Mm-hmm. So remember, stay real. Stay real. <laughs> Bye. Peace. See ya.